Broadcasting from Dana Point, California, welcome to Mediocre News, episode number four, where we talk about the top news stories of the week and sprinkle in interesting facts and trivia that you can use at the office or with your friends for social currency. This week, we have an amazing show lined up for you. We talk about how Ivanka Trump gets an office in the White House. It's almost bracket challenge. Think you have a chance of winning? I think not. We got Radio Shack, files for bankruptcy again about brand new red iPhones. And be sure to stick around for this week's Picks of the Week. Welcome to Mediocre News, episode number four. We've been on hiatus now for how many weeks? Two? Three? A few. We've had some major life changes. Yes. But, <laughs> but we're not back let, at it. We're not going to let it stop us. So we're back and you know we have a lot, a lot of news that happened and we could have gone back and done probably two or three, four weeks worth of news and get all caught back up. But who we, cares? Yeah, we just want to keep it relevant and... You know what? We're not very good at this. So, <laughs> so the first news story we wanted to lead off with is something that broke, I think, uh, yesterday, that Ivanka Trump is going to have her own office in the White House. I instantly get this picture in my head that she's going to be designing fashion clothes in this office, and it's because, you know, there just wasn't any more room in Trump Tower. <laughs> You know, I think it's a really great thing. I mean, I think Ivanka Trump is very impressive. And the businesses she's ran, she wrote a book about how, you know, she does a lot of activities to support women in the workforce. And um, I I think she's definitely going to help her father greatly. (laughs) But it's interesting to read all the articles about the risks and challenges. No one has, she doesn't have an official job title. So no one knows exactly what she's going to do. What do you think about it? Well, I definitely agree that nobody knows exactly what she's going to do. I think that she's been exposed to a lot of real good life experiences and that this is going to be taking it to a whole new level. Uh, the other thing I think is particularly interesting is you know that a president's wife is always involved in these type of things, you know, um, to a certain level of degree, right? And so why not when the president's daughter, who is an adult, she's 35 years old, has been involved in a lot of big major business decisions, why can't she sit in this and be an advisor? I I don't know why overall it's a problem. I think, you know, that's my take on it. Well, I think think a lot of detractors are very concerned that she doesn't have government clearance you know she wasn't really voted into office um she doesn't have an official job title so how much influence is she really going to have like if you know what is she in charge of or going to be influencing and involved with the different decisions well i think that she'd have the same amount of guidance and influence that that the first lady would Hmm. I mean that's that's I mean you know, she's a mother so I mean, she is a mother right yes yeah that's a picture of the child in this article so yeah so it's on ABC News talks about you know that so she has no title that's probably the biggest concern that 
you know, people have is she doesn't have a title. What is she going to be doing? You know, she's not the first lady. She's the daughter of the president. There is no official title. It's vague and ambiguous at best. Hopefully she's able to help out and contribute in positive ways. I think, you know, some of the work that she's doing and just seeing a woman in power and in business who's successful and involved, I think is really positive um, because the world is changing and we need advocates in the White House. I mean, personally, as a woman, I'm excited about it, but um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. Well, hopefully that she can kind of Maybe tweet for him instead of him doing it himself. Oh my gosh, they need to take away his Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, actually, they probably need government clearance so that she gets a government secure device because, you know, Obama's already wiretapped Trump, her dad. <laughs> I mean, she's next. So we need to stop this. It probably sounds like I'm coming down hard on it, but I just, you know, Here's my overall problem with the entire administration is there's too many things that are vague and ambiguous. You know, I, I like a lot of the things that they're doing, but I don't like exactly how they're going about doing them. Mm-hmm. And it seems unrefined, unpolished, not professional. So, you know, it allows people to poke holes in it pretty easily. But what I like about what they're doing is, you know, is so many news agencies are saying, oh, well, this has never been done before. What exactly is she doing? This is completely unprecedented why does she have an office in the west wing what exactly is she doing and i think it's cool that you know they're doing something different of and it's also kind of cool that as a family you know you're close you understand where each other are coming from and that's pretty interesting that i think you know as a community and as a family you're stronger together and the perspective that she brings i think softens the how polarizing Trump is. So then do you think there's a big difference between a family-run White House and a family-run business? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we've seen a family-run White House. But I don't I don't know. What do you think? Well, you know how they have the Bushes. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, Herbert Bush probably had a lot of influence over George W., So, I think there's something to that, but they weren't, you know, in the White House, in the West Wing, working on the same things at the same time. So, I mean, the other thing is, is that maybe this is the only way that they know how to work, because Mm -hmm. they've only done it this way. So, if it's worked out successfully in their business, then maybe it worked out, it'll work successfully here as well. I like the idea of doing things differently, of... You know, she doesn't have a job title, but if she's going to offer valuable and listened to advice and she has experience, why not? Give it a shot. Well, they need to give her a job title. They should give her a job title and that so that everybody understands what she's doing in whatever capacity she's doing it in. So there's context and structure around it. Mm-hmm. If it's vague and, you know, ambiguous, it's, well, so who's this person and, and so what's the point of... Mm-hmm. my conversation with them if I need to be talking to somebody else and you know again refinement polish it up have some structure mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for yeah 
But she could be working on her new spring line. Could be coming out, you know, have a very presidential look. It's possible. White House, Black Market. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So are we done with this topic? Again, we have absolutely no, no clue. No or clue. Real reason that you should be listening to us other than this is our opinion. Yes. All right. So it's a sports time. So it's Warren Mar- Buffett. Is offering a billion dollars. That was two. That was three years ago. Oh, that was three years right. ago. Yeah. But he, he he might he might do this every year. I don't know. But but why did so why did he offer a billion dollars? You tell me. Be, that's because you don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so if anybody ever got a perfect bracket, mm-hmm. right? Warren Buffett said, I think it was like 2012 that. He would pay them a billion dollars if they got a perfect bracket. So, you know, we're heading into March Madness time. And, you know, what are the chances of getting an absolutely perfect bracket? It's one in 9.2 quintillion. How many <laughs> digits is that about? I they were like 20. Yeah. Very, very, very low chance. That's like nine million billions, I think. It's a lot. So, you know, you you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning, actually. But it kind of goes to show you how hard it is. So, but okay. So here's how sports works, right? So you know that a uh, 16 seed has never beaten a one seed, right? So you know that there's some things you can actually do to kind of pull that number back a little bit. So. Even if, okay, you know your stuff, you know the teams, you know how brackets usually work, you know, there's always going to be a Cinderella story that goes in there and messes it, mm-hmm. messes it all up. So you're still looking at one in 128 billion when you factor in basic. People who know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, basic basketball bracket knowledge. Mm-hmm. Still not very good. So just when you're filling out your bracket this year, just understand that there is a very very small chance that you would get them all correct. We also have some things that you probably could do a little bit better of a job, have a better chance of have happened than getting your entire bracket perfect. Yes. So better than one in 9.2 quintillion, you have a better odd of getting killed by a fallen coconut. One in 250 million. That's crazy, though. So, out of 250 million deaths, <laughs> one, of, one them. of them is caused by a coconut falling on your head. I, I kind of want that to be the way I go. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, Rachel has died before her time and fallen coconut. You'd be in someplace island. tropical. Totally. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all... Yeah, that, that. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not still in Southern California. I'm looking at a big palm tree. I'm sure there's coconut trees here too. Being killed by a vending machine, one in 112 million. Naturally having quintuplets, one in 60 million. That's kind of sad because that's like third old. This was out of 60 million births. Naturally having quintuplets is five children. Yeah. That's because you can bleed out pretty easily. Ouch. Getting killed by a shark, one in 3.7 million. Getting struck by lightning in a given year, one in 700,000. Getting a royal flush in your first hand of poker, a 
oh, I want that. One in 650,000. Having to go to the ER for a pogo stick-related injury. One in 115,000. That's you, Matt, all the way. I didn't realize there was Have you many... ever pogo sticked? No. No. I'm six foot six. <laughs> I am like a pogo stick. <laughs> that seems like a high probability for all of those. <laughs> like, what, what it was related in a pogo stick accident? You fall, break your arm or something, but I don't know the last time I saw somebody on a pogo stick, there's how many emergency rooms nationwide... That seems like a lot. They see hundreds of people every single day. That's got to be like, you know, 50 people a day. That's bizarre. When was this data taken? I think there needs to be a new executive order coming from Ivanka Trump to outlaw... Pogo sticks? Pogo sticks. It's a huge crisis. And you could jump over the wall with them, too. Really? Well, I mean, it depends on how... (laughs) The new wall. Depends how high they build it. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So, is there any... No, I won't even ask you if you have a favorite. We're just going to move on. So, in finance news, this came out last week that Radio Shack is filing for bankruptcy for a second time. I'm shocked because... When they filed for bankruptcy the first time, I thought that they were actually filing for liquidation as well. But it mm-hmm. turns out, no, I was like, just kidding. We're, we're, we're going to try to see how this works out. That's crazy. I haven't seen a Radio Shack in a very long time. I remember I got my first phone from Radio Shack. It was a really cool headset. Loved it. The phone was a headset? Yeah. It was like a little earpiece phone with the thing you could talk into. This is before iPhones. So what? So was there like a headphone with a mouthpiece yes. that you would plug into your phone? No, um, maybe I can't, I can't remember how it all worked. No, it was the phone. So you would plug it into the phone jack, and then you could dial on the little hand dial thing, and then it was on your head. But you could talk into your sweet little earpiece with the microphone and so it was talk hand, to your friends. Hands, hands and free. shoulder free. Yes. <laughs> Wow. That's my only association with Radio Shack. Well, you know, I think that they made a couple of serious blunders. One is they sponsored Lance Armstrong. Oh, they did? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was not a smart move. And they also call themselves The Shack. Which is like, I don't want to go to The Shack. The Shack sounds like a terrible oh, place to yeah. go to. It was yeah, they they dropped the radio because nobody listens to the radio anymore. So they just call themselves the Shack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. No, I don't want to get the Shack. <laughs> they should just go RS. They already have a Shack, and he's like seven foot two. And if they could get a NBA. sponsorship, maybe if it was like come hang with Shack, but no. So why are they going bankrupt again? Because no one's shopping there. Well, they don't have any products that anybody wants to buy. Hmm. So what they did was, okay, they were very popular for radios and CB radios and electrical components and wires and cables and things like that. Mm-hmm. Back in the you know, 70s and 80s, that, that stuff was what people wanted to buy. But you know, they did a half-hearted attempt to get into the wireless phone craze. and Yes, I remember that. They refused to sell computers. Oh, Why? 
maybe the warranty, the technical support? Uh, no, just because they're dumb. Well, I, yeah. I, but someone probably said the warranty, the technical support. <laughs> I mean, you can, I, only, it was just bad. It was just bad on every single turn they make. And so it was bad decision after bad decision. They never wanted to rebound, and, and, and the rebranding was a total failure. I don't even want to know how much they paid consultants to, to name themselves The Shack. And then not actually change anything at all, right? So the same junk that's in there. Actually, they tried to rebrand themselves a little bit like kind of Brookstone. They mm-hmm. tried to have like yeah, that'd be cool. funky stuff. That's smart. But Brookstone's not doing well either. Sharper image. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can get that kind of junk like Online. anywhere. Everyone's shopping on Amazon for all those things. They'll test them out in the store. So those companies are paying a premium to have that real estate and then buy them online. I mean, all they're trying to do is just be the Sky Mall. Mm-hmm. And the Sky Mall kind of sucks. So, bye-bye Radio Shack. We'll miss you, kind of. Hopefully we don't come back six months later talking about your third bankruptcy. It seems like the taxpayers have to be paying. Like, how are they staying in business and going bankrupt twice? It's really hard to go bankrupt. Like, like you have to really, really do a bad job to file bankruptcy twice. I mean, look at Yahoo. Yahoo is, you know, largest hack ever. Can't make money on any single one of their products. The only thing that they did do a good job or semi good job of was search. But then all the marketing for that, they that uh, or the search engine, or not um, the the advertisements, the pay per click stuff, the Google AdWords type of thing, they outsourced to Microsoft, their competitor Bing. I mean, and they're still going to sell to for Verizon for billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So. It's really hard for a company to go bankrupt. I don't know. All right, so that's it, I think, on that. Unless you have anything else to add. Let's see here. Are we missing anything? Okay, sports, finance. Oh, okay. So we're going to jump right into other news. So it just got announced today that there is a new iPhone that is red. Are you getting one? No. <laughs> it looks pretty sweet. But no, I just got a new rose gold iPhone, which is awesome. Now, are you having remorse that you have the new, not new, rose gold one when you could have the new red one? Kind of. The red one looks sick. However, I went caseless for like three weeks and then promptly dropped my phone and the, the charging jack was bent went into the Apple store and two people were like, ooh, I had to replace it. So I think the color is cool, but most people wear a case on their their iPhone. So, you know, it's an expensive electronic. Um, it's cool, but unless you're going caseless, which I am not, I don't really care if it's red or rose gold or whatever. I did find out, though, that for some time, I found out today, but for some time I found out that I do have a Project Red uh, case. And it comes in two different versions. One that has kind of, it looks like it's pregnant. There's a little bump in the back of it. Hmm. And that has a battery. So when you buy the phone, it would be a case and a battery included? No, no. You don't have to buy the Project Red phone. You can just buy just the Project Red case to make your phone look like it's Project Red, but not really. Hmm. So Project Red 
Are they donating? What, what's the deal with? Pregnancy? So they donate a portion, uh, I don't know how much, but to AIDS, HIV, you know, research. That's good. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know why they're doing it anymore because, I mean, you know, look at Magic Johnson. Well, he's one person. I mean, for the whole world. There's... Charlie Sheen. These are very, very rich people in the U.S. And countless HIV others. That I can't, I can't name around I, the world. I can only name Magic Johnson and Charlie Sheen. Both diagnosed with with HIV. Mm-hmm. Undetectable in their bloodstream today. That's amazing. Well, I think. However, I, I think there's more. I'm sure. Obviously, there's more to be done. If Apple is investing all this money in it, I'm sure they know what they're talking about. Well, there's a South Park episode, right? Then you know. All they do is they take a bunch of cash to Africa, and all you have to do is have a bunch of cash. And if you have a bunch of cash, then you don't have have HIV anymore. They cracked it. So, and maybe that's what it is. Project Red is you give Apple a whole bunch of cash, and then... They help people get medications and treatment that they need to... No, no, you don't need medications and treatment. You just actually need... Just cash when you when you when you're just really really rich, the a, the AIDS and HIV just goes away. I don't think that's how it works, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's cool. What do you think about the red iPhone? For me, it's too red. Really? Yeah, not that flashy. Yeah, they, didn't they do the colored iPods too? They had every single color of the rainbow. Well, this so Apple's whole thing is they come in with like one product, right? I mean, it's the black one, and mm-hmm. it took them years and years and years to make the white one after you know whatever. So, you know, then what they do is and they sit there and they say, okay, we're going to own every single size and every single color, and we're just going to completely dominate the market. Mm-hmm. So now we have the iPhone SE, we have that iPhone Seven, we have the iPhone Seven Plus. I think you can still get the six, you know, the older versions of the six, and then all the colors. So you got black, rose gold, you know, the, the project red, the jet black. So you're doing all these different things. And then they have all the these. Piano black seemed cool. Yeah. I would want the piano black. I mean, people said it scratched. I yeah. I went with the not because my name's Matt, but I went with the Matt, <laughs> the Matt black one. Because it you can doesn't get it two months sooner. Yeah, that's why you went with it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know, I've gone caseless with this for a while, and then I have a silicone bumper on it now. But I've taken it off. It looks completely brand new. Mm-hmm. Like there's no scuffs. There's no micro abrasions. It's it's as pristine cool. as the day I got it. And so you know, looks good. So, nay on the Project Red, but you think that it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That works for me, I think. So next, okay, so this story is actually from a couple weeks ago, but I just reread this story, and I'm just absolutely blown away that this happened. So let me kind of backtrack the story. So, Chicago, number one most violent city in the United States, 760-something deaths of murder, murders, in 2016. And how are the criminals getting the guns? How? They hop on the trains that are bringing the guns into the city, and they're just 
stealing the guns. Oh, interesting. So that means like regulations don't really matter if so many people are just stealing them. Boxes and boxes of guns, part of shipments that are going to gun companies or gun stores across the entire country. They know when they're going to hit, so they're well connected. This is an organized, you know, type of crime thing, and they're stealing all of them, or, or what are the ones they get their hands on? And I mean, just alone, 150 firearms have been reported stolen. Is, I'm assuming a lot more from freight trains. Yeah, they just hop on the train and, and, and take it. I mean, is like Chicago the wild, wild west where just anything goes? I mean, that is that's out of the wild west. You know, they steal stuff off the freight trains. They ride up on, you know, the horse and then they jump off the horse onto the train and they steal, you know, the bounty of whatever it is, mm-hmm. hop back on the horse and ride off into the sunset. I mean, this is crazy. We'll see if any of Trump's new executive orders have anything to do with that. Because I think he's hinted that that some will. Um, So, uh, last kind of fun tidbit is, you know, we just went and saw an amazing concert here two nights ago. We saw Pennywise and Bad Religion at at the Orange County Fairgrounds. And so that we're standing in line. And how much did we pay for a beer? 13 bucks per beer. Yeah, and that's a lot of money for a Bud Light. <laughs> it's a lot. But it was a super fun show. It was a great time, and I mean, they were fantastic. There were so many people. It was really amazing. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, there. thousands of people. It was thousands? a lot. Yeah, I think it was thousands. That's probably it's the big biggest. Show. Yeah, I mean, it's like a warp to festival size. But you know, I think. One of the things you have to consider is is that you can complain about spending thirteen dollars a beer, but you know, knowing a little bit about how the bands you know make their money, you know, it's probably a way that you shouldn't complain because half of that money goes to the bands, mm-hmm. and if you want to keep on seeing your favorite band play, right, you know, you're not going to drink so much that you get super intoxicated because you'll go broke. Yeah. And you're supporting the bands in the process. So half of the money from all the beer or alcohol sales go to the band. Usually. I mean, it's negotiated, you know, on a per thing basis, you know, per event basis. But that's usually about a good kind of barometer of, of what it is. That could be a lot of money. Yeah. And they sell merchandise and stuff there. And then they, they get paid per you know minimum amount guaranteed for the, for the gig. But, you know, they can't make money on, on Pandora or Spotify anymore. So... Nobody's buying records because it's all downloads. So buy beer. Yeah. And on that note, that brings us to our tip of the week. Why don't you do yours first? What's it called? Tip of the week? Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Yes. (laughs) So my pick of the week this week is a life hack. So if you want to chill down your wine or your beer very quickly, the best way to do it is to wet a paper towel Stick it in the freezer for 30 minutes, and that will cool down your beverage faster than sticking it in a bucket of ice or sticking it in the refrigerator. Uh, That is my pick of the week. All right. And so my pick of the week is something that used to be called XBMC. It's now called Cody. And what this is, is this is iTunes for your movies and TV shows on steroids, and I highly recommend you download it. There's a lot of streaming add-ons and plugins and skins, but you put it on any computer that plugs into a TV and 
you say, here's a bunch of files, right? You say browse, here's a bunch of files, and you say it's TV shows or movies. It automatically goes online, downloads the cover art, everything about it, what year that it came out, everything, and gives you an amazing movie watching experience. Highly recommended. It. It's Cody, used to be called XBMC. Download it and you won't be disappointed. Agreed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks. What mediocreness you better listen or you'll lose credibility with all of your friends. We touch on the headlines, pop culture, this side.